Are you an HR leader or have another role in organization and you're tired of seeing people suffer? Well, welcome to our secret society where we're going to talk about those problems and what you can do to help fix them. I'm Dr. Alessandra Polizzi. I am the CEO of Verdant Consulting. I'm Diana Blomstrom. I'm a reluctant social entrepreneur. And together we talk about people, technology, and the workplace every week. Come join us. assume that that jingle went and you just listened to us talking about technology and um, people from the HR perspective or rather from the all of us who care about the humans perspective so welcome back to our secret society yes Hi, welcome. and we're both, uh, we're both on location right now as you can tell from our quality video uh, the canaries for me are a little bit uh, not that glamorous for Al, I'm afraid. Although many people, I've not been before other than to change planes. I hear it's absolutely stunning in, in Charlotte, is it? Uh, no. <laughs> it's, it's fine. You alienate a good possible 40 buyers of something from Charlotte. I'd like all of the listeners of this podcast from Charlotte to shout out at Alessandra, tell her that she is wrong. It is beautiful in Charlotte sure. and they have software or our books or our philosophy and they really care about their people topics. Um, yeah, but all I've been in is the hotel, so. Yeah, fa failing that, yes. Has, the hotel a was a Vegas, has a little bit of a Vegas vibe, I will say. There's a lot of bling happening in this hotel room. But speaking of bling and the things that are exciting, uh, I want to talk about your book. Yay! Yes. <laughs> I'd like, I don't usually do that, and I haven't done that with my other books, which is probably a dumb thing to do if you're going to write one. <laughs> First piece of advice, if you're going to get yourself in, in the silly position of writing a book, just think about the fact that it's not the book that you're getting yourself in a position of, but an astounding amount of work around it. And and if you're not prepared to do that one, it's probably going to feel like a much more miserable experience than it should be. So I didn't know that on my first one or two. So <laughs> it isn't until tech-led culture that it really occurred to me that when it's super important that work, the research, the landing of the point in an uncomfortably middle of the ground way uh, is worth it. And, and you know, kind of my readers that would have read me years and years ago will know that I sound different maybe than this book does. Um, it's a paperback for a reason. So you can bend it, put it behind your, your back and go to a park and still think about it while you're having a spliff in San Francisco. It's illegal in San Francisco, right? Um, and so that... Massachusetts, so you don't have to go that far. That Massachusetts and San Francisco can use this feature, but uh, we can't in we in Germany we can't in England. But um, the, the, what I wanted to get to is the technology is a, a cute double-edged sword here, if you wish, not cute, but a double-edged moment in in our lives i think where we are in the evolution of humanity is a really tiny bleep it's a moment where our habits at work with the machine change they don't really mean anything but 
to us to this this sudden change from various regimes, various states of of aggregation of nature, um, to where we 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 saw potential death knock on the door of most of us, to where most of us have had intense trauma that they're lagging around in various ways and the various denominations. Um, and yet we have to present in a very different way in an environment. What it is to me is we, we now live a life in the workplace where we have to present a uniform and a mask. And we have to. It isn't an option. It isn't. Um, it isn't helping anyone in the business environment. It's not necessary. But we we call it civilization. We we like to believe that that's what gives us performance. But really, it's it's this unquestioned set of uniforms and 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 masks that we have to present as a profession before we are taken seriously or given access to power or allowed to sit with the big boys or whatever it is. But I want us to question all these things at this time because, ironically, technology that has made us go super fast is now gone as fast as it can before humans slow down and fall back into their human ways. Um, I say that because if you start dissecting our world of work today, what you see is that, one, you have to be super technology astute, but you also have to be ready to... To create technology, you have to be more human than anyone has ever expected that task to ever be. <laughs> so we always thought to create technology, you can be in a corner and not be so. That was wrong, is my contention in the book. So we'll see if you guys agree with it or not. Yeah, but ironically, now we're looking at the creation of technology not coming from humans and coming from robots, from AI. And even That's right. I read a dissertation uh, last week, because uh, that's the kind of nerd I am, let's go to the real source, um, about <laughs> a future in which AI is actually leading people because oh. it's better able to make decisions. And the dissertation was about how that would impact the psychological health of those employees and then what would need to be done um, I mean, he, the, the dissertation is basically following the breadcrumb. That's, that's insane. That is We're talking about mitigation so of troubling. the risk. Wow. So troubling Sobering. to think. Sobering, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But yet, what do we expect leaders to be? Do we expect leaders to be human? We, we expect them to have this mask of professionalism. We expect them to be superhuman, to have no feelings, to have no bad days, to say the right thing. I mean, all make the right decision. All of these pressures we put on leaders, we're essentially trying to create robots where robots can't exist. Um, or they can, but they won't be this human. <laughs> I mean, it's terrifying, right? So if we think about it, as opposed to what who is what we you though? Do. Who is we? Who is your we? We think about it. We are terrified. Who is we? Uh, I think well, you and I for sure. But uh, I mean, right. I, I terrified of what? Who is we? That's even seeing it or even understanding they should be terrified. Who is panicking to the degree that we should? 
because and I mean, it's <laughs> right. And, and Dave blessed him, and uh, I'm sure another five people. And thank you very much, guys. I know there's about a couple hundred of people that are subscribed to this podcast. So I'm no way. Yes, and my them, build, but... I mean, look, there are people. Yeah. That's why we built this podcast was because we want to go and find them. But we're That's small right. is all I'm saying. The secret society, all of us, the tens of thousands that we might be. That's we're tiny. We are no one. We're a drop in the world of work. And the world of work is stuck in wrong structures that are actively destroying their humans. It is a tragedy at work mm -hmm. that's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, mm -hmm. I think, um, I'm seeing beautiful signs that humanity will not be overcome by this and then they will just stop having workplaces because I genuinely believe that many players will eliminate themselves over the next five to ten years with the when wrong you say eliminate themselves you mean the companies take will go out of business out of, take the, go out of business remain uh, not continue be competitive um mm -hmm. not be as sustainable as they would like to be because the wrong workplace policies now are going to be undoubtedly make or break. And I think they're going to be so at the snowball effect and quickly. I've seen, by the way, let me give you one piece of good news uh, from the UK last week. Nationwide uh, paid Mrs. Susan, I don't remember exactly her second name. Um, a, uh, this is, please take it with a grain of salt. Go do your own research, not yourself, but anyone else listening to this, if you like, but I can give you in, in, big, in big lines what happened. Nationwide had to pay compensation for having unfairly dismissed an employee who had been Jane or Sue, or I don't know, Jane, let's say Jane, Jane F, who had been um, wrongly dismissed from a work from home hybrid position and forced into a an, an, uh, return to the office um position and when she fought against this they have dismissed her upon having done so that was an unfair dismissal a judge agreed with this and awarded her three hundred and seventy thousand. wow i want us to take a moment and take that in that's impressive a judge paid a, a, or agreed that someone is owed compensation for unfair dismissal, for having changed someone's contract that was initially hybrid, hybrid, not work from home, like there are 20% of new contracts out there for the technology space, hybrid. And then when the conditions change into return to the office, that condition was unfair dismissal and was warranting 370. That same judgment at Twitter would have cost what amount? Yeah. Yeah. So, More. yes, it's April and some <laughs> of us are lucky. But I would like to also draw our attention to, I'll be honest, it is because it's news, I can be honest, which is I've known nationwide in their journey towards the future of work. They are very adamant. Um, they could be presenting this secret society for the most part. I've met four or five people who should be podders. I've met 50 of them who could be doing this podcast like you and I. All their hearts are in the right place. They're working on the most out there ways of work in a green environment. Sometimes when you daydream, maybe you should be on a boat and that's when you should click on this button for Nationwide. Thank you very much. Policies. <laughs> While they fired this woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah? I want mm -hmm. us to take that 
in. Those things are both true. So yes, mm-hmm. there are pockets. Yes, uh, superhuman advocates are attempting it. But equally, this is why she's been fired. This still yeah. happened. The precedent existed. Right. There's a legal Let's think. And how many people have experienced that, right? Who don't have the means to follow that through to its conclusion of legal action. Um, Exactly. Yeah, but back to it. Back to it. Meandering our way through. Uh, How do we check to help the conversation, though, as opposed to get in the way? Why are we? Um, so whether it's tech or not, whether you're, you know, in an environment of work where you're working in technology or not, it doesn't really matter. Let's face it. These concepts are, um, completely common across all, all areas. And I want to be very clear with this. When I wrote this, mm-hmm. maybe the first time that I worked for all industries and for all sizes of organizations, this is not, um, written for the corporate world only. This is probably just as necessary to a business leader starting today and wanting to start with humans in mind first, with the human work at the center of their enterprise. Whoever wants to start with putting their foot forward with no human debt should probably figure out how to audit it, should probably figure out how to get the most important tenants of teamwork in their organization, should catch um, enough knowledge and enough feelings for the, the place to start right. So it's still in this book um, because I wanted this to speak to everyone, even if they pick it up in an airport, I wanted everyone to be left with something. Now, many of the things that I discuss here, I try to bring them back to a concept and not to the actual action. You know, We all have to remember that right after COVID, a lot has been attempted and tried, trialed and, 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 and POC'd in the world of work, right? It, it, it was a time of great openness. You would have thought we've turned the page and the uh, human work will be happening flourishingly. Uh, it will be the, uh, what is it? Is that the, um, the good world? What's that one where she goes to heaven and everyone is living in these incredible portals? The good place. Oh. You would have thought workplace was going to be the good place, no less because some people were putting those stamps on it. Uh, but it wasn't. <laughs> It never got there at all. Like, if anything, once we go back into our huts in the good place, we're a lot of demons inside. And yeah. no one was prepared and no one knew how to do it. And no, there was no going back to a place like that. Whoever is telling you so is wrong because looking, taking a, a long lens, COVID was a few years, but the, the effects we're feeling in the workplace were... Yes, we tried some things, but now our fears and our inabilities and our dysfunctions and our crisis of leadership and our crisis of mental health and emotional intelligence are keeping us back. Now that we are there to deliver on any of these things, to make them a habit, to put them as part of our practice, to stop just talking about self-care, make it part of who we are, stop just talking about teams, make them important, be a leader who actually has empathy, even if that means that someone has to burn your toes once every day I've by the way there's no, none of that in the in the book I'm <laughs> that happens at the burning man um uh whatever it is that takes for you to to define that performance you should want to have that performance because you're that engaged because you have enough of that magic in enough teams that you're psychologically safe with and you create with and that you can be human with and the the the, the, the really big hilarity and irony for me is what, whatever you said earlier is true 
we should be absolutely afraid that machines are coming after our job. It's like a bad sci-fi. I kept seeing this. It really it is, is like a moment. It, this is that time when the humans have to go back to the cave and get all human, look at each other, pat each other on the back. There might be a close-up of a tear, whatever shit it is. Get that going. And then go the fuck back out there. Because if we keep going back, going like, no, I'm fucking smarter than you. I can do projects faster than you. Uh, no, back to the cave. Do you got anything else? Because until we come out with, now I can hive mind. Now I can feel in ways that your metal can never. We don't need to keep wanting to be leaders. So I think your report is perfectly spot on. So then how do we prepare to still be in this conversation? Or are, maybe we don't need to. Are they going to feed us? I'd be very happy to just have ideas in the chat all day long, but I don't think it's going to happen, is it? They're going to make us do the, the physical painting because that's the only thing they don't want to. <laughs> but I think, look, I think um, I was trying to think of a metaphor and here's one that's really poorly thought through, which is if you think about COVID as we were dropped from the sky um, and we tried to fly and now we're not being dropped and we're being asked to do it from the ground up. We don't have the skills necessarily as I was talking to you before on how to human, on how to do this in a way that isn't about us being part of a machine. So what do we, so I have concepts that seem great, but I don't know how. And we have a system that was built on very dysfunctional behaviors that are unproductive for the human uh, condition that that create human debt and we don't have the skill we don't know what else to do it's like uh you know just that we don't know what we don't know piece and so i know where i want to be but we haven't equipped people with the skills i think work like your book these conversations talking about and teaching people there are not only better ways to behave and to respond but actually more productive to business yeah. think skills yeah. and competencies and you, that you can employ. And, you, and that's easy to get in all honesty. So if you just kind of go run through the table of content and I sort of got, I'm, 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 I'm of a mind to never post anything else other than from the book, other than from the intro or the table of content, intro table of content, like, yeah, go to that, go to that, go to that. Cause I just like for the last year that I couldn't have talked about it, there have been hundreds of instances where we talked about the four-day week, where we talked about hybrid, where we talked about burnout, where we talked about the crisis of leadership of mental health, where we, what are non-linear workdays, all those things have been in the news continuously, and I couldn't really point to anything. But what I've tried, I genuinely will, 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 will get our listeners through the pain of listening to the words of the table of content. The reason I will do that for is because you're free to stop listening to now but I feel I'm performing a public service because you will promise yourself you'll read it and you won't. So I'll do this now and I'll do this on another podcast until it's necessary. But this book is about the new paradigm of the workplace. So we're discussing the story of the workplace so far. Is the business culture accidental by design? I spent some time defining cultures. Is culture a collection of good behaviors? Is culture intentional or accidental? And can it be designed? How does human debt relate to culture? You guys know I'm, I have an obsession with the human debt uh, topic, which, by the way, has I've been uh, notified by my publisher I should tone down multiple times any time during the writing of this book uh, for evident reasons. Um, culture changes hard. Who is the keeper of culture in an organization? 
good culture versus toxic culture? How do you measure good culture and who does? Uh, what is the human that audit method? Um, what does it take to both create and maintain good culture? How can culture be tech-led? And then we go straight into the organizational crisis, which Sandra and I have talked to you multiple times before, the crisis of leadership, the crisis of mental health, and lack of engagement and EQ crisis. And each of them, the four of them, I would say, because to my mind, lack of engagement is a different one than the lack of EQ, but they're connected, obviously. Um, and obviously, I go through that. What do we call engagement, right? Is it happiness? Is it satisfaction? Is it thriving? Is it belonging? Is it just call it what you will? Call it the magic of you sometimes get at work and I'd, I'd be fine with that uh, then we go a little bit through the psychology of tech teams not enough i'd say that if i ever make myself forget of how painful this is i'd go a lot more into that um, and then i were talking about making the new ways of work work which means what is agility what are the new ways of work so many people are like what is agile and what is agility right what are the differences between those then what do agile teams mean? What does agile management mean? Because these things do need a very different type of, 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 uh, of work paradigm than you've ever done in a command and control structure, right? And then uh, there's a conversation on belonging, diversity, DNI, and psychological safety, DNI and belonging. DNI is a strategy for happy employees, which is, to my mind, the smartest thing you could ever do. I don't understand why it's not being pushed. Um, how to DNI and neurodivergence? Only two pages of it. Let me tell you, if I wrote this book after I came out as AU ADHD, there would have been a lot many more pages than that. Um, but then there's this bit about obviously remote, hybrid, or office based. And to my mind, it's about redefining outcomes and performance. That's how you know which. And the only real answer, by the way, I'll, I'll save you the pain of having to discuss it. The only real answer to my mind is work from anywhere uh, at any time. And anything less than that, anything less than of that concept of core flexibility that you work around is probably going to come bite you. Uh, but this is about productivity paranoia, the effect of the pandemic, the stress and burnout of leaders who micromanage. And let me tell you, it's a lot higher than those that don't. Uh, so for that alone, you should just look at servant leadership as an anti-burnout technique. Uh, <laughs> just a short one. Presenteism versus passion and productivity and high performance, which if you were a leader, I'd be very worried about. Uh, burnout and the work-life balance, the four-day week and self-care. Types of knowledge work and burnout, because burnout exists around the world, but it's in manifesting in different ways sometimes. The idea of work-life balance, and if I wrote it today, I think I would have felt different because I've been through another burnout since I finished this. So I would have been even more bullish on do life first and work around it second, however way you can. Forget all of the corseted ideas and attempt that but i don't want to sound like mr get 10 jobs please um anyhow uh, then there's an entire chapter goes and i think i encourage you to go through this what is breaks and time of work and versus what is non-linear work and what is your normal rhythm and flow like really important that you start getting to those conversations with yourself as a leader in particular then there's a little bit of a conversation on the four-day working week as the experiment looked like at the time of this book which was good um, and then there are other measures, protected times, if uh, rules like one remote, all remote, which are very simple things to do in the in the workplace, just to kind of keep a hybrid, equal, good place to work. Um, then I've I've spent a long time talking about 
um, an honest audit on on human debt because you have to do it. That's not. I never say that anyone can be excused from that. Any leadership team worth their salt who still has anything in there has to sit down and go. If I ever felt it, if I know what the hell she means with this human debt thing, I need an audit. I need to bloody yeah. check. I need to look. We need to see. I just. Yeah. We need to look. Absolutely. Maybe there's not much. Who knows? And then kind of company.